I have a little challenge for you. Um, I'm going to record this, so you'll, if you want to listen to my homilies, you can listen to them later. But my challenge is uh, for you to get a piece of paper and a notebook uh, for a time of prayer um, and to put like a line like right down the middle of it, so you can imagine that. And then over the, and then over the top of that line, you put a, another line. And above that line, it would say something like uh, tradition, scripture, and experience, right? Trip, scripture, experience, and tradition. And on the, on the left side, uh, it would say, Jesus is dot, dot, dot. And on the right side, it would say, Jesus is not dot, dot, dot. Um, so through like our tradition, who do we know who Jesus is? What does our tradition say? Who does scripture say that Jesus is? And just through my own personal experience, who is Jesus? Um, and just to be like brutally honest uh, and, and to, to know who he is. Um, because if I had to start on the left side through like um, my personal experience of reading scripture, I would say Jesus is strange. That'd be my first word. And I'd put like a little E after that one. Um, but then also, some, so I'm reading even today's gospel, I would write Jesus is sower. And I'd put an S there for scripture, right? Uh, Jesus is also poetic, you know, scripture. Uh, Jesus is a really good parable writer, scripture, uh, through experience. Uh, Jesus is, um, is, is my best friend, right? Uh, he, is, he is everything to me. Um, he is the only one who truly knows me, experience, right? But then who is Jesus not? Uh, Jesus is, is not some wise teacher, right? He's more than that. He's obviously a wise teacher, but it's not who he is, right? Uh, but I encourage you to do that because I think so often... Um, we forget who Jesus is. It's just very simple. We forget who he is. And if we know who he is through our own experience, through scripture and through tradition, uh, we also know that he's also something our culture doesn't like. He's extremely offensive. Scripture, right? Jesus is uh, not a fluffy animal. He is not Barney. Uh, Jesus is not, right? Uh, But how many people experience Jesus as uh, like nothing? Like he's just another random dude, right? Um, Jesus is my homeboy. Like, no, he is not. Uh, he is none of our homeboys, right? Uh, but I encourage you to try that and just, and just go through the Gospels and go through the, the Pauline letters, go through uh, the Petrine letters, and, and really see what you find. Go, with, go through the Johannine letters and see who Jesus is um, through what Scripture says. That's our primary source of who, knowing who Jesus is. And then I would encourage you even just to, like, Go through that and, and even maybe make a third column some later time. Who do you want him to be? And who does he want you to be? I think so often we, we come to Jesus and we forget who he is. I just, as we were in adoration before this, I was just thinking, you're kind of a weirdo. Like, you're like right there and like sometimes I feel overwhelmed with your love and then sometimes I feel nothing. Like, how is that? Um, and I don't mean like weirdo in like, in like a cavalier way. I mean like I, I just, I, just, I, I want to like, get all of you, but I know I can't, right? Uh, experience, um, or what I want my experience to be. Uh, Jesus is also strange. Like, he's strange because he's a sower, he's, he's, a, he's a carpenter. He also fishes, right? But for people, kind of odd, right? Scripture. Um, through experience, um, I am Peter, right? We, we recognize we are so much like Peter in the Gospels. I am almost every single person in the Gospels. That's what uh, Pope Benedict teaches us about Lexio Divina. Lexio Divina is not done until you realize that you are every single person in the Gospels. So you have a long time to go. I have a long time to go, right? Um, but I think we really have to uh, exhaust the scriptures more. 
Uh, we have to be saturated with the scriptures and come into the point of like, Jesus is such, he's healer, right? He's way maker. He's, he's crucified. He is resurrected. Um, he is so much more. He is the bread of life, right? And he is uh, not afraid uh, to come into whatever darkness you may be, be going through by him at the resurrection, going through, you know, just like busting to those doors and saying, peace be with you, right? Experience, Jesus is, is my only peace. So I encourage you to try that um, and maybe even bring a journal to Mass every time. And every time you come to Mass, listen to the liturgy through our tradition, who Jesus is. Did anybody catch who Jesus is? We said protector today. That was how, we, how the church named him as a protector. And so often people are trying to protect themselves uh, with different things that just don't. Uh, protect their wounds, right? A lot of people, I'm sure nobody here ever, but a lot of people... What we do is we, we, we smoke or we drink or we go to very dark places because we want to numb the pain, but Jesus wants to heal the pain and redeem the pain. That also means we have to go to war. My favorite title is Regius um, Scripture and experience is warrior. I think so often we, we paint Jesus as, again, a fluffy bunny or a balloon or something. I don't know why that is. Uh, but again, like that doesn't make me want to change my life. But when I spend time with the charisma, the proclamation of the gospel, knowing that uh, he created everything perfectly, he didn't need us yet. He invited us in relationship. But after that first sin, everything went wrong. But instead of doing nothing about it, the father sent his only son, scripture, to go to war with, with sin, hell, devil, right? Um, death, scripture, to, to win you and I back to know that we don't belong in the kingdom of the evil one, yet so many people are under his hand. Scripture. But then the problem is, for a lot of us, is we have to give Jesus permission to come in. Scripture, Revelation 3.22, right? Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Scripture, what does that mean? That means you and I, first of all, we have to have silent time with Jesus. We need mental prayer with Jesus so we can hear him knock. And then we say, if you, if, you, if you open the door, I will come in. Right? So you've got you to make an act of the will to let him come in. And the first thing he wants to do is dine with you. Right? He wants to woo you. He wants to go on that date with you, so to speak. And he wants to have a conversation heart to heart and just kind of ask you, how are things going? Scripture. Relationship. So you and I have a little challenge before us, but I'd encourage you uh, just to, to try that and, and to see through experience. And experience could be through, through music, through time of adoration. Sometimes it's, it's multiple. It, it line, all three line up, and that's like the best. Uh, when all three don't line up, that is um, scary because then it means it's not going to be totally relatable to other people. But when you have your, who Jesus is in that column, it's scriptural. It's experience, experience lines up with two, and so does tradition. Then you're like hitting the jackpot. Then you're hitting the jackpot. Um, but that also, again, means that you and I have to give Jesus that one thing a lot of us struggle to is our time, which means that our, our full attention. So I encourage you um, to spend time, especially with the Gospels, go through the Petrine letters, the Pauline letters, the Jonine letters, and see who Jesus says he is. Maybe like, oh, I know that one. Sure, for sure. Jesus is human, scripture, tradition, experience.
Jesus is the son of Mary, right? Jesus is, is born into a family, scripture, tradition. Then we also know that he had to go into Egypt to exile you and I. Joseph, in this year of Joseph, he brought, we, we meditate upon Joseph, fulfilling the Old Testament Joseph. He goes into Egypt, Jesus being the new bread of life, to take out captives, right? Scriptures, Luke 4. Jesus says, I have come to set captives free, give sight to the blind, liberty to those who are imprisoned. And sometimes that's us. But then we look at our mission on campus and we come to realize there are a lot of people who are in bondage. And it's a beautiful thing that people are in bondage because that means you and I have the healing salve. We have the ointment. We have, we have the message. We have, do I dare say it? We have the vaccine. The blood of Jesus. But sometimes we have to meet people where they're at. I think often we start with the cross so quickly, and I think that invitation sometimes is to go back to the crib and to spend time with, with Jesus in Nazareth, with Mary and Joseph, just, just that, what do we do with this child confusion? Um, how are we going to do this? It's going to be an amazing, amazing mission, but we don't know what the heck we're going to do. And how did, how did God speak to Joseph? It was when he was in that deep contemplative rest, Scripture calls it sleep, but when you look at the Greek, it's actually he was in a deep contemplative rest because he exhausted himself serving Jesus and Mary, and that made him open. One thing I enjoy in prayer is actually being tired, which is actually why I work out in the morning and then I pray. Because sometimes I come into prayer, and I'm just like, bing, 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 all these thoughts going around, and it's really hard to focus on Jesus. Who is Jesus to you? Maybe ask that to those, those you do Bible study with or those you, you walk with, or who do you say that Jesus is? And you maybe even ask them, who does Jesus say he is? And we learn that through scripture, we learn that through tradition. Again, Jesus is not, Jesus is not a, a fluffy bunny, a, a cloud. He's not whimsical. He is everything. Tomorrow we're going to hear about him talking about those who go out in the field, right, and they, they, they go for that pearl of great price. Jesus finds you to be that pearl of great price. Once you know who he is, then the invitation is to take the next step and say, who does he say that you are? Jesus says you are beautiful, you are beloved, you are the apple of his eye. Jesus says you are my son through the Father, you are my daughter and if we know who we are, we know what to do and who to run to when things are difficult, but also when things are great so we can give him thanks and praise. So we have a challenge before us. You know what? Jesus is experience strange. He's mysterious, yet he's very simple too. It's so odd. So which means you can never exhaust this exercise. The well is deep. And that, that depth of the Father's love is going to be present on this, on this altar in just a moment through the power of the Holy Spirit, Scripture, tradition, experience. So we take a moment of silence, maybe just to call to mind a few names of who God is, who Jesus is, and maybe just take the ones who he is not and place those on the altar and ask the Lord to redeem them. And also to ask him, who do you want him to be with what you're going through right now? Who do you need him to be? Would it be Lord? Would it be Savior? 
What about Redeemer? Would it be King? Take a moment of silence to place those on this altar. And we pray for transformation just as the bread and wine will be transformed into his body and blood. Amen.